This is the world of Raw Podcast. And now your host, standing at 6'4", 225 pounds, from Alice, Texas, Roel Santos. Hey, 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 everybody. Sit back, relax, and crank up your audio levels to the highest decibel, because it's now time for the World of Row Podcast. W-O-R Podcast. I don't know. I wanted to do that. Uh, I am your host. My name is Roel Santos. People call me Ro. People call me Bro. I'm a loving husband, a wonderful father, your best friend, the guy who opened the door for you, buy you a cup of coffee. I am your host. This is my podcast, guys, and it's available to you every single Friday on iTunes, Acast, any podcasting app you use. There are some great ways that you can help out my podcast, and one of those is by going to the Patreon page. Yeah, I haven't mentioned that in a minute. I'm going to go ahead and mention it now. Um, please take the time to, if you want to donate, you know, a dollar or two dollars a month or five dollars a month or whatever you want to donate, hey, that'll be great. I would really appreciate it. I'm not forcing you by any means to, you know, make a donation to my show or give me money. I'm not in the need for the money. But it's always nice to kind of have some sponsors for the podcast. And, you know, a long time ago when I started the podcast, I had aspirations of doing great things with with this and hopefully getting it to grow to another level and it's kind of taken a lot longer than i thought and i actually thought hey and and this is i guess i can't i'll go over that later anyway so um the other way of course is by taking the time to rate review and subscribe on itunes so if you have an apple device an ipad an ipod an iphone an i whatever take the time to do that i would really really appreciate it it goes a long way it tells apple hey this guy's legit he's got almost 60 some odd reviews let's keep him going let's get him some notoriety let's put some eyeballs on his show and putting it on the what's hot on itunes and uh let people see it so apple podcast guys take the time to write a review i would really appreciate it so what i was getting into earlier was that uh I've been doing this gig now for over, you know, podcasting for almost two years, and I had aspirations of doing all these amazing things with the podcast, and what I didn't know, and a lot of people who do podcasting think this right off the bat, well, I'm going to be on on iTunes, and I'm going to get all this attention, and people are going to want to sponsor me, because I'm going to make lots of money, and you probably have heard this a million times if you've listened to a lot of indie podcasts, because we always like to let you know from the jump, we do this for fun. We do this because we love to do it. We do it because we enjoy to do it. And we're not famous, so we're not making lots and lots of money like some of these other people that we listen to who have inspired us all to get on this platform. But we all have these, uh, I guess they're not pipe dreams because it could happen, right? I mean, it totally could happen. All it takes is one or two people to do the show, and then it just builds this traction to it. Definitely a lot of traction. And... So that's why, you know, we do things like, hey, write a review on iTunes. Hey, donate to Patreon. Hey, we got giveaways for doing this. And a lot of people take a lot of time to out of their own free time to do it. And I don't think people realize that how hard it can be for someone who's got two kids, three kids, works a full-time job, goes to school full-time as well, to be able to stack this on top of that. Because family time is very, very precious to a lot of people, myself included, being one of those people. So... When we ask these things, don't look at it as, oh, man, 
or when I ask these things, don't look at it like, oh, this guy's look is reaching. Not reaching. I just want a little help. I want to. I just want to be successful at this, so that maybe you know, one day I can stop working for a living and doing this for a living, making a hundred k doing this or a hundred and twenty k. And I and I've got the sponsors that Mark Marin has. I mean, although I, uh, I'm not. I don't know if I'll ever get to mid roll, but I do know some people that work for mid roll, like like Dan Franks, who's I guess you could call him a friend, right? I mean, I was listening to Cole Cabana's podcast and. And 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 Colt name dropped him on the podcast, and I was like, "Oh, I know Dan." So I tweeted at Dan, and I told him, and he's like, "Oh, what a nice guy!" And and when I met Colt last year at the Great San Antonio Bash, I told him, "Hey, man, uh, Dan Franks has been on my podcast. He wanted me to tell you hi." And it was just kind of like, "Man, I I know that I know people around this guy, and we know people or whatever. It's just kind of cool, anyway." But I don't, you know, th- this. So this month, I, I was. Ex- gonna dedicate this to the row nose pod fest and although i don't i mean my my plans were to have people come and do the show whether it be like multiple guests and that was like the whole idea i was i've had people say hey let's do it but honestly guys it's it's been like a it's 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 really still like a timing thing and it's not because um they don't want to do it or i don't want to do it it's because hey life has been happening you know like i mentioned last week you know my wife had had a had a gallbladder procedure done and I you know I took my time off what days I had off this week to make sure to be at home and help her where she needed help and try to be a good husband and a good and a good you know companion to be there for her and try to do things that she needed me to do and kind of wanting to wait on her on hand and foot just to make sure that she's okay so that kind of fell to the wayside this week but I'm going to talk to you for a little bit. I mean, I got some time. I've got maybe 20 minutes or 18 minutes to kill. And I mean, why not just catch up with you guys a little bit? And I mean, yes, I've talked a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot the last few months because it's always been, it's been a timing thing, right? Because I've been trying to figure out how to get uh, situations covered because now that I have two kids and now that we moved now, you know, just all this stuff. And, and it's just been, it's been, um, just an adjustment process and a, I was going to say grieving period, but I mean, it's not really grieving, but speaking of that, I guess I want to take the time to say, uh, for those affected by the shooting in Sutherland Springs, Texas to, uh, my heart, my heart is with you and all your family and friends who are affected by this. And somehow, you know, I mean, thoughts and prayers are always in situations like this, but sometimes it just feels like it's not enough just to say it. I think it's, you have to do it. I mean, naturally I am. I mean, I do do it, but I mean, it's just what, it's scary. You know, what, what's going on out here? What are we, what, what is this world coming to? I mean, as an individual, you know, somebody, I've never been pro gun. I mean, I've never even cared to think about pro gun. I mean, I grew up at home with a father in a town, in an area where, people hunted and went fishing for a hobby for recreation for every week and I had friends doing that all the time and I never did it and people I tell people all the time now that I live here in San Antonio hey where are you from and I tell them I'm from Alice Texas and like oh man you must have went hunting hunting a lot growing up and you know I never I never did and the story behind that and people look at me like wow that's crazy and, and, and I'll explain when my dad was growing up my grandfather, I mean, as a lot of many, uh, my friends' grandparents, I'm sure, grandfathers, or my dad's friends' fathers, were, was a World War II veteran. I mean, he was a disabled disabled vet. You know, he he uh, 
he was wounded in action. He was disabled. You know, I mean, I mean, I already said that, but you know, my dad's told me the stories that my grandmother told him that my grandmother had like a telegram delivered indicating that my grandfather had passed away at the in the war in South Africa, and then three days later he showed up at home, and. You know, and the thing that that happened was is that as soon as my grandfather came, you know, came back, you know, we, my aunts and uncles and my dad came into this world, and they're all kind of part of that baby boomer generation. And the first thing that my grandfather told my dad, and I think my dad had a BB, wanted to get a BB gun or some type of gun, and my grandfather said, "There will never be any guns in this house as long as you're living here when you get older you can do whatever you want but i will not have guns in this house and i think a lot of that attributed to what my grandfather went through during world war ii and see and i think and and you have to remember this is back in the 40s and 30s you know this was way before ptsd was even diagnosed i mean way 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 before all that happened i mean just and i think that my grandfather was affected by it and he didn't want to have his kids in that world and granted you know both my uncles and went into the military my dad even tried to get into the military and he couldn't because he had a he had a torn acl operation prior to him trying to get into the military or he was flat-footed i mean it was just anyway um it, it's just i, I think it's it's scary and i mean i i get it you know it's it's the constitution you know bill of rights or the amendments or you know it's it's the right to bear arms i get it you know i mean there's there's people out there who have and again i'm not the most educated person when it comes to guns but i do know that there are very very smart and careful people when it comes to guns and who know who know the gun laws and who abide by them and who, who, who like to hunt for sport or recreation and they like to do all that stuff because they have fun doing it. And there's a, those are people that, are, that should be allowed to have a gun. I totally agree. Like there's not a problem with that. I, am I, I'm not the type of person that says, hey, we need to take away, take away guns from people. I've, I've never said that. I've never said, you know what, we should, we should have that happen. I've never been one to, to say or agree with that. But I think that there's there's a serious problem out there that needs to be addressed somehow and i don't know how they're ever going to be able to address it because there's always the black market something's always going to go wrong with this and it's 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 almost like a catch 22 because you're never going to you're never going to get it right and it's never going to be right because those people who don't want guns um are still going to it's still going to happen you know these things unfortunately are not going to happen. But I remember, I mean, I was just thinking about this the other day when, when this happened because I was just so distraught. And I was thinking about how growing up, I mean, at least I didn't even watch the news all the time, but growing up, not ever seeing or hearing about shootings happening all the time. So from the time I was a kid till I was 18, 18 years old, the only shooting I ever, or mass shooting or anything like that I ever remember ever remember happening was Columbine. And that was in 1999. I was already 17. I was going to be 18 in a few months. But since then, I mean, even in like the last year, like this year, there's been, what, the, the, the Central Park shooting, I think, you know, and then, and then the Vegas shooting and then this. It's just like, what is going on? It's chaos, man. It's chaos. It's scary. It's unnerving. I mean, it's not unnerving. It's very nerving. I, mean, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it's just, 
man, what are we going to do? You know, at this point, it doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or a Republican or you're left or right or conservative or liberal. It's about making sure our people and our family are safe. At the end of the day, you're safe. You know, this happened at a church and my wife and I were talking and she's just like, could you imagine that if we were at church and somebody did that at our church? And I'm like, it's crazy. And and I was I was getting ready to watch the Spurs game and or getting ready for the game to start and they interviewed Powell Gasol and Powell they asked Powell what he thought and Powell was very speechless because it happened there was a game they had a game Sunday and it happened that same day and he said nowadays there's where where is there a safe place it's happened at school it's happened at concerts it's happened at at church. It, I mean, can it, will it happen at sporting venues? I mean, they can, it's kind of hard now. I mean, to do that, I think, um, because because of the fact that there's metal detectors at sporting sporting events. I don't think it will ever happen there. But I mean, it's just it's I don't know, man. It's scary. It's scary. And every day that this something like this happens, the more and more I get scared of ever wanting to take my kids out. Or even let alone take my family out. Or even just going somewhere and feeling like I'm okay. Because at any particular moment in time, it can happen, right? It totally can happen. Before, you used to think, oh, I'm at school. I'm safe. It's not going to happen. Oh, I'm here. It's it's like, whoa, not anymore. I think we as a society have to take these extra measures to protect people. So see, it's not even about taking away guns from people. I think at this point, it should be about making sure everybody's safe wherever they're at like what steps is is our government or our 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 president right what steps are they going to take to make sure that we're all okay look i'm not talking to you mr man that's uh that has guns and saying that you need to watch how you're handling your guns not you because if you are a gun owner and you know the laws of it and you abide by it this doesn't pertain to you this does not. This pertains to the, to the, to the percentage of people that feel like a need to go out and go postal and kill people, kill innocent people, killing a mother who's pregnant, killing a baby. What the fuck, man? What the hell is going on, man? An innocent little baby is dead. And then you got people still talking about gun control and this. Like, like stop thinking about all this stuff and think about the people who are fucking dead, who, who lost their life. You know, and, and last year with your... And, and see, this is the other thing that bothers me. And I'm not trying to piss anybody off here. I think it's just... I think it's not... I don't think it's funny. I think it's kind of sad... It's very sad that when something like this happened with the Orlando shooter and they they know he's of like Arab or Muslim or an Arab descent or something, they automatically call him at the terrorist, the radical Islamic terrorist. Oh, he was with ISIS. And then these other things are happening. And these are regular American folks. I mean, this kid lived in a town 15 minutes from where I live now. And they're saying he was mentally deranged, he was this, he was this, he was this. How the hell did he have guns if he was all those things? How is that, how is that even remotely 
good. How is that? How does that happen? How does that happen? I don't know how it happens. I seriously don't know. You know, and maybe he was just a Joe Schmo down the street and you thought he was perfectly fine. But we got to do something. We as a as a country, we as our as in our government, they've got to do something because this is really bad. I mean, it's ha- it's been happening, right, for years. I mean, unfortunately, it's been happening for like the last three or four years where there, it's just constantly something's going on. I don't know. And I kind of jumped right in there with all that. I mean, I, I, I've talked about it, and I think I just had to get it off my mind and my chest because... It unfortunately is just something that it's really sad. And I didn't mean to rant or rave about it because this is not my platform and that's not what I'm about to, to promote or to, to you know address something that's tragically happened because it's sad. A lot of innocent people have died. And my heart is with their families and I can't even imagine what they're going through. But... Anyway, I'm, that's not my, my hill to die on or my hill to promote. I wasn't, it was just something that, that was bothering me. But, yeah, so the Rono's Podfest continues, and this is Rono's episode Podfest, <laughs> Rono's Podfest week two, and it's basically me telling you what I know and what I feel, and I think that I'm going to continue with that. And I guess we can kind of continue to talk about these things. So I guess moving on and, and focusing on, on other things. I mean, I didn't mean to unload unload on all you guys about all that stuff. It's just just kind of on my mind. And, you know, I, I hit that political forefront. And I think that's one of the things that I can honestly say that I'm very proud of myself this year. Is I think we as podcasters are people involved in a situation where we're speaking and doing this thing. I think I found my voice. And I think Marin said it in his podcast. It took him like a year to find his voice in this podcasting environment. I mean, he, he, he did like air America or whatever DJ stuff or not DJ, but like, a he had his own radio station. So, I mean, and Cabana has said it before where it's taken him quite some time to find where he's supposed to be and maybe taking, you know, like a hundred episodes or so to get there. And I feel like as as I'm getting closer to 100, I'm I'm on episode 85 now, and I know that you guys who have been following the show on a consistent basis and keyword consistent, um, I should be close to 100 by now, and I, I should be like in 94 or 93 or something, and and I'm sorry about that, and I mean, oh my gosh, why am I talking about that? I've talked about that numerous times, but anyway, you know, going going back uh to what's been going on, and I think uh. Just life in general. I, I watched. Um, what do I want to say? I saw the Ric Flair Thirty for Thirty. That was really good. If you are a wrestling fan and you've and you've wanted to know about Ric Flair all your life, or maybe you're not a wrestling fan and you want to watch something interesting, watch the Ric Flair documentary. I've seen maybe two documentaries about him with WWE, and they were all 
they were all kind of good. They were good, but this one was great because I think they hit topics and discussions that I'd never heard before and knew about Ric Flair. And I mean, these guys, I don't know, just interesting. Wide opening, eye opening, eye wide opening stuff. Oh, man. Can you tell that my shift has just ended and I'm finishing this podcast? So earlier I did the, the first part of it. And uh, I hate to even tell you guys that because that's like a secret, right? Sometimes I have to do it like this. And uh, after a long day, my mind's kind of like warped a little bit. And I'm feeling the exhaustion kick in. And I almost started to yawn right now. And I don't want you guys to hear me yawn. But, uh, you know, it, it just, man, I was on fire earlier. I was, I was so irate. I was so irate, man. I'm trying to keep my cool about all that stuff. And I just want our, our place to be, our country to be a great place to live. And my kids to grow up in a safe environment. Nowadays, if you, I feel like I, my kids can't do anything or go anywhere without feeling this um, sense of danger, you know. And, and I'm in Texas, no less. So people are very, very uh, pro-gun. So... <laughs> Which is weird, right? They're pro-gun, but they're anti... Anyway, I'm not going to get into that. That's that's a whole other can of worms that I don't want to get into. And open up Pandora's box, and I'm just going to keep going and going and going. And I'm not meant to talk your ear off for 45 minutes, although I'm pretty sure you would love to hear me talk to you for 45 minutes. Um, I haven't been listening to as many podcasts as I used to, and I think that maybe it's just because of time. Time is time is time is crazy time crunch time this time that and keeping up with shows and we we were watching all our tv shows man walking dead it's been intense right if you guys watched it do you do you watch it i can get in i'm so invested in and i think that's what people feel when they watch uh game of thrones and they're all about their characters and game of thrones and for me i can't get into that show and i mean if i mean i've heard i'm missing out quite a bit on that so I, I haven't watched it, but Walking Dead's been really good this this season so far, and I've always uh, gotten upset watching Walking Walking Dead because they tend to drag out the show with character developments, and you're just like, oh man, come on, just hurry up and freaking finish this crap, you know? So anyway, um, TV shows, keeping up with all that stuff, um, getting situated the house. Uh, you know, you, I told you guys we moved. We've been in about a month now, and I'm setting up everything in the man cave. Man, I got like a really dope-ass man cave. Yes, I just said dope-ass. I don't know if that's a, those are cool words, but, you know, yeah, I, 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 it's, it looks, it's looking really good. So hopefully when it's all said and done, I got people coming out to doing the podcast and getting some more people to do the podcast and like new people and trying not to do so many repeat episodes or too many episodes of me just talking. You know, there's a, there's a podcaster out there who's been on my show episode 33 to be exact. Her name is Juliet Miranda and she's got a great podcast and she tells stories about her life uh, and about things that she's encountered and experienced. And she does such a great job and she's had guests on her show. We have similar types, I guess, I mean, if I'm allowed to even say that I'm close to being similar to someone in terms of style, it would be her. But, I mean, she's got a great show, and she puts together great questions. Her and Dave have a great thing going out there where 
where he's kind of the producer and she's the voice and she's got an amazing voice and she tells great stories and then she's got guests on the show like she's had you know Mike Rowe on and she had uh Bob Romanus from Fast Times at Richmond High or as you know as um Damone you know the guy that says wherever you go you got to act like that's the place to be you know that guy so I mean she's had great guests on her show but when I ran out of time to have guests guests on the show, I wanted to kind of emulate her to a certain aspect in terms of how to put a show together where I'm kind of talking in a like a narrative way with her her show and John Medina when he you know the guy that was on the show last week, the guy that was on the show um the way they put they would put together a show and i've I've been meaning to pick her brain about it because I haven't really kept in touch with her, and maybe she'll come back on the show and we'll catch up a bit. That would be kind of cool but I've always wanted to put together a good show for you all and not sound redundant and sound stupid and make it a boring show because that's that's not what I want to do, you know? I mean, it's I want to make it seem like my life is awesome and you know, sometimes things get crazy and chaotic in my world and it's like the chaotic thing is like do we have enough diapers to get through the day or do we have enough formula to get through the day right now? That's kind of like the thing or oh man, I want to eat that burger but I can't because I'm not I'm not a I'm not supposed to eat that, and I'm still maintaining the weight, guys. Uh, you know, had some cheat days here and there, you know, but um, kept the weight up. And man, Halloween—that was killer. I ate too much candy, so now we're kind of like divulging ourselves and we're, you know, ridding ourselves of all the candy. So I'm trying—I'm trying to keep up with that. But you know what? I'm not a movie or show review podcast, and I know I just talked about Walking Dead and some other—I uh, don't know if I mentioned any other shows, but I did see Stranger Things too. My wife and I like binged through it. Oh my gosh. What a hell of a show, right? Man, it was so good. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody because if you haven't seen it, you must watch it. Or if you haven't even seen the show yet, which is kind of bizarre to me if you haven't, you need to watch it because it is rad. Yes, I said rad and because the theme of that show is very 80s influenced and it takes place in the 80s, so I'm going to say rad. And I grew up in the 80s too, so what the hell. Anyway, um, so people have asked me, what's going on with the show? What are you doing? Are you, I heard you're changing the name. I saw your post on Facebook, which, by the way, got a lot of hits on Facebook. So, yes, it's it's a done thing. Um, I'm going to change the name of the show to, to the Row Knows Podcast, and I'm looking forward to it because, honestly, I like World of Row. It's kind of cool, but I don't want to say it doesn't sound too, I don't know. To me, it sounds kind of cheesy you know lame or not lame but i don't know dull so i i decided to come up with this and and mandy put together the cover art if you saw the post where my face was post pasted on bo jackson's body and those of you who grew up in the 80s or late 80s or, or you're in your 30s you know who bo jackson is and those of you who are you know younger than that maybe in your early 20s and you don't know who he is i don't know what to tell you I, all I can say is YouTube it and uh, see Bo Jackson. Uh, watch the ESPN 30. You don't know Bo. That is one hell of a documentary. Man, I, I love ESPN 30 for 30s, man. I'm, I'm like hooked on those things. And I'm really, really tempted to go to iTunes and buy like the whole freaking shebangabang. And I got into it because my friend Adrian had the like the first season of 30 for 30s. And we watched June 17th, 1994, which if you if you remember... That was the day that OJ was on his chase in, in L.A. And it interrupt it interrupted 
the NBA Finals is the Knicks and Rockets, which was a boring Finals anyway, so it kind of added some excitement to it. And I was like in middle school when that happened, man. And 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 speaking of OJ, the, the I mean, he's out, right? That's crazy. The dude's out. He's been out for like a month, and he's already getting into trouble, like getting thrown out of hotels or something because he's all boozed out of his mind. You know, the guy just doesn't get it. And um, I saw, I, I actually have the, <laughs> speaking of, I'm plugging ESPN. They're not even a sponsor on my podcast, but I've been watching the OJ. I have the OJ Made and Made in America documentary on, I downloaded it or I bought it off iTunes. And that is one hell of a freaking show if you haven't seen it. It's a five-part docu-series or five-part series. Oh, man. You, you just watch like the, it's like from, the beginning of his life to you know him getting busted in LA and like his one of his first parole hearings or something but it's uh it's interesting man because the guy came from such a rough environment and he was you know he's supposed to be good people but in reality he was just a fucking crazy motherfucker oh man I don't know and it sucks because I remember when the stuff happened as a teenager I'm like no he didn't do it OJ didn't do it OJ couldn't do it and now I'm older I'm like yeah OJ did it guy totally did it and we just we just didn't buy into all that when you're younger you want to support your heroes and the guy was like everybody loved oj man i remember as a kid growing up watching the naked gun movies those movies were so awesome and i remember the show on hbo uh, first and ten i used to watch that all the time people don't know who at first and ten is it was a football show ironically it uh, showed clips of the San Antonio Riders. I live in San Antonio. San Antonio Riders was like that semi-pro professional team that they had here a long time ago. They used to play at Alamo Stadium. Those of you who live in San Antonio, it's right off of Hildebrand. They played in that stadium. But they used footage. They used like stock footage from those games and used it as like, hey, these are the, the team, the Bulls. I think that's what their name was. They were called the Bulls. And they, and they would, uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. Anyway. Maybe, you know, um, the podcasting thing, it's still great. I love it, man. I'm I'm looking forward to getting back into it. I got my mojo back, and I think the urine review is going to be really good. I think it's going to be exciting to to talk about and, and kind of rehash and remember some of the things that happened this year and reminisce about some episodes. And maybe I'll give you guys a little bit of a detailed thing about what, what happened in the last 12 months for my family and I, or what's been going on in my, I mean, I've kind of given you guys everything, but I mean, you know, just a, eh, more of a in-depth look, bird's eye view. Are you bored yet? Are you enjoying this? Tell me, uh, come on, give me a yes or no. And I'm kidding. No, you can't do that. Uh, it's the same for me, sports, you know, watching some sports, Packers are doing horrible. Aaron Rodgers got hurt. That sucks. Uh, basketball season, Spurs are doing okay. Losing, they're missing two of their best players or their best players out and trying to keep up with that. Didn't get season tickets this year. Had a new kid. We had a new baby, so there wasn't, didn't make any sense for me to, to do that and, uh, waste my money. I had to budget, right? Got to take care of everything accordingly. I do miss it though. I had some good times out there. Those were some fun times, but having my son is way more important and being able to provide for him is much more important than that. Uh, yeah, baseball season didn't end well. The Cubs lost, but hey, the Astros broke their 58-year-old curse or whatever it was. That's kind of cool. I don't like to go off on sports sports tangents on a show that I really am not supposed to talk about sports, but it's my life, right? It's it's what Ro knows, and Ro knows plenty, plenty about stuff. 
Anyway, guys, I got to get out of here. I'm not going to go too long. I kind of gave you just a brief rundown of what's going on in my life. So far, so good. Can't complain. That's a great Brian Adams album if you guys haven't heard it. Anyway, guys, social media, Twitter and Instagram at Roel Santos Jr., Facebook.com slash World of Row, which is going to change. It's the page you can find my full uh, snazzy Facebook page and all the things that's going on. Email me at RoelSJRGMO.com. Let me know if you want to be on the show. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you don't think. I don't care. I'm open to open. I'm open open. I'm double open to constructive criticism. And again, please write a review on iTunes if you haven't done so yet. I would really appreciate that. And um, and I just want to say this. Keep the peace, guys. Keep the peace. That's one thing that if I, I can tell you the last thing that I've learned and something that I definitely know about is keep the peace. Friends and family and everybody out there. Respect each other and love each other. Because we're all here. And we all get by with a little help of our friends. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> oh, man. I'm making myself laugh in my car in a parking lot of Okay, I gotta go. And you're gonna probably say, which HTTP? Nope, I'm not gonna go there. That's too much information. You've been listening to The World of Row for now, and uh, stay tuned as my world turns.